Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live Alternative Parties podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. and Alternative Parties Books Publisher sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Long Live Alternative Parties podcast. Hey, man. It's Coley. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Andrew. Friends, awesome. today, today we have the Pragmatic Party. They're going to talk about the interesting things they do. The great things they do. So welcome aboard. Let's get started by you kindly giving us an introduction to yourself, background of biographical sketch. Sure. So my name's Coley. I am an entertainer, or as I like to say, an enlightainer. I like to make enlightening uh, meta comedy that kind of wakes people up. And if anything, my only enemy is ego. And so I, I create uh, films, music, digital content, uh, all sorts of different mediums in uh, kind of a content onion, right? So I have uh, 17 albums recorded as a music artist. Uh, I'm working on my second film right now while my first is edited. And I have three different uh, digital content series. Uh, one that's philosophy, which is like a spiritual commentary with a little dose of Philly in it. Like life's a cheesesteak, keep it simple. And then one's called Hustleutionary, which is like hustle plus revolutionary. Uh, for like conscious business ideas. And then the third is a satirical third party, the one we're talking about, the pragmatic party. Uh, so I invented this idea about 10 years ago and I create uh, socio-political content under that brand. And the message of it is basically bipartisanship, uh, honesty, uh, unity, um, trying to get out of this political gridlock that has poisoned our political system. Um, you know, it's cutthroat now and people are even using you know, uh, vague references to the Civil War and the right hates the left and the left hates the right. And I, I, I'm really uh, a centrist in the truest terms, not not like a compromiser who just, you know, wants to play it safe. It's just I truly believe that we're more similar than we are different. And and I don't think our current uh, partisanship is healthy and we're seeing the results of that. So I, I think it's time for a change where we need to start looking to logic over ideology. And that's what I'm doing with the Pragmatic Party. So when did you start the Pragmatic Party? You said 10 years ago, right? Yeah, maybe even a little sooner. I think probably around 2012, something like that. Okay. So kindly define pragmatism. So pragmatism is being pragmatic, being uh, logical, uh, reading the room, um, doing the thing that makes sense. It's ideology is the opposite of pragmatism. So ideology is I have this dogmatic belief that I know to be true, almost like a religion, and nothing can shake me from that opinion. And all of my uh, political progress is based around that philosophical thought. But as we all know, life throws us curveballs and, and, and things aren't always as clearly black and white. So sometimes the right thing to do might be separate from your ideology. And the, the only thing that blocks you from doing it is dogma. Like, no, I cannot do that. While a pragmatist just reads that, you know, doesn't have any biases in one way or the other. And is like, okay, this is what makes sense uh, for as many people as possible. Let's try to execute that. Um, so it's, it's, it's in itself an ideal and ideals are tough to always stay by, but that's, that's my guiding principle as opposed to ideology. So that sounds similar to realism it also sounds similar to what you as you want to 
what they call emptiness, where you want to be life for what it is, not for what you want to be. So is that a fair description of pragmatism? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, when, and when I think about my own ideology, um, you know, some things uh, make sense to me from Democrats and some things make sense from Republicans, right? And, and rather than look at each other as the enemy, I think we should look at it as yin and yang, right? We're, we're two sides of the same coin. And, and um, so, for example, uh, Republicans tend to be pull yourself up by your bootstraps, individualism, it's all on you, no government handouts, small government, right? And all of us have a person in our brain that says that. It's like, no, it's on me. I can't trust people. I got to be a little cynical about human nature, and it's time to go. And then the Democrats, and these are both uh, broad generalizations, they tend to say, we're all in this together, community-driven, social help, social welfare. We got to help each other here and there, too. It can't just be rugged individualism. And we all have that in our brain as well. We have, we have two sides of the brain, a left lobe and a right lobe. And one side is more individualist and the other side is more community driven. So as opposed to being like demonizing the other and, and just adhering to one and demonizing out the other, the realists would say we have both and it takes a little of both to do any enterprise. And certainly if we have a shared society. So, you know, for me, it's, it's like, don't look at the, the, the demon in each other. Look at the yin yang and go, Oh, man, I, I, I appreciate you focusing on that side while I'm focusing on this. And together we can build a cohesive progress. So it sounds like you want to synthesize the of the political spectrum. Uh, say this one more time. It sounds like you want to synthesize the different views of the political spectrum. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we got to agree to disagree. We got to realize that there's limitations um, to reality and, and, and you know, to, to just demonize the other side as exclusively blue and it's red versus blue, that's like uh, Coke versus Pepsi or Crips versus Bloods. It's not accurate. It's, it's a broad generalization that causes division. And, and the reality is we're all on the same team. We're all Americans. And, and if you go even further than that, we're all human beings. We're part of the same human species uh, it, you know, why divide into tribes? So as your party goes for specific issues, can you explain how the pragmatist view would uh, approach different issues? For sure. Um, so it would be sitting in a room, having an honest, good faith discussion, no Machiavelli, right? It's like you're both about what you want to achieve, no games, no tricks, no warfare, just pure philosophical and realist thought of like, okay, what's the issue? What do you believe? What do I believe? Where can we find the middle ground? Where can we move the ball forward? Taking a little of this and a little of that. I, I, for me, I think that's uh, the purest way to go about um, change. Uh, it's the same way you would be in a relationship with your loved one and, and deciding uh, how to spend the budget of your household. And some of it's going to be on investing in the future, and some of it's going to be saving for the future, and some of it's spending on things that we need now. And, you know, just like anybody understands, when you have a kitchen table argument, it doesn't help to demonize the other side and, and, and think they're coming from a bad place. You both have to come from a positive place to work together. And that's stopped occurring in our country, and that's why it's so messy right now. You know, people are fighting, and people are literally dying 
to take COVID, which is a big one, um, if all of us did the same thing in unison, we would have gotten past it quicker, right? So if we all shut down, wore masks, got vaccinated, you know, the New Zealand model, yes, the economy would have taken a hit, but we might have gotten past this faster. Now, say we took the Republican idea, no mask, no vaccination, live life, move forward. I would say, you know what, instead of demonizing them, thank them for reminding us to live and to not have fear and, and, and life must go on. And if we would have done that, there would be a lot more deaths, but the economy wouldn't have taken a hit. And instead, because of our division, we did half of one and half of the other, and we got poor results with both. The, the pandemic is still going. People are still dying. There's another peak. And the economy takes hits and, and jobs took hits and, and, and the, the labor market's not working efficiently. So we got the worst of both worlds when if we could have just decided on a, a mutual way to go about it, we would have solved it quicker. And, and, and that's the one place for government is how does a society function with each other? We're all individualists. We all, all got our own households. We all got our own ideas. But if we're signing up for the same society, this kind of stuff doesn't work out amongst us. So since you and other people describe the environment currently as very polarized and your idea is a solution to that, how do we get it started now since it's so much polarized? How do we get the ball rolling to change things to make it the way it should be? Okay, so that, that, that answer will take what I just described as, as kind of philosophical into reality, right? So how do, you, how do you actually, in reality, take this philosophy and have it work for us? So how I, one of the ways I, I suggest we do it is, if there was a major third party uh, that was moderate, conser- uh, moderate centrist, and, and pragmatist, the pragmatic party, it would help balance the other two extremes. So, so far, all the new third parties have just been extreme versions of the other, right? So the Tea Party was a far right party. Um, The Green Party was a far left party, right? So what we actually need, though, is a third party that's in the middle that serves like the referee. And and the participants in it really have to swear an oath of loyalty to the country, constitution, and, and true pragmatism for it to work. Because if they play the same cynical games that the other two sides does and it's it's no better than the existing parties but if we do have a third party in congress that has a third of the votes in the house and a third of the votes in the senate they could caucus with whoever's being the most logical and fair and and partner with them to get more progress done so right now we have gridlock the democrats want to push it their way republicans want to push it their way and they stonewall each other when the other one's in charge if the pragmatic party was there with a third, they would automatically, and say the other two parties have a third, a third, and a third, the pragmatic party would caucus with who's making sense at the time. And, and just a lot more bills would get done, a lot more progress would get done, where you would always have that two-thirds majority um, for passing something without a filibuster, because the logic party, the, the pragmatic party, would caucus who's, who's got the right idea. And of course, it's not perfect and, and mistakes would happen and, and nobody's perfect. So this is an ideal, too. But in that scenario, say the Republicans uh, control everything, but the, the Democrats are stonewalling it. The pragmatic party could partner with them to get that idea through and say the Democrats have the right idea. But the Republicans are stonewalling. The, the pragmatic party could caucus with them to get stuff done. It, I, you know, when, when we compare our political system, which is beautiful, 
an amazing idea. I'm a super patriot. I think the founding fathers created an idea that was beautiful. Uh, we're one of the few countries that's based on an idea as opposed to tribalism. You know, most countries are, are fairly similar culturally or religion-wise. There's like a strong majority. This country was founded on an idea, and we have all these diverse people. And as opposed to it being a bad thing, it, it can be a beautiful thing because we have more ideas in the pot, you know? Sure. So what activities has your party done to advance these? So, so here, here's my master plan. I'm, I'll, I'll reveal it on your, your show, which is pretty neat. Um, for now, it's just an idea that I promote through content. So I, I stay, I, I make vlogs and Instagram posts and TikToks. And um, I have a whole uh, document with founding principles and um, objectives I'd like to achieve that are based from this thought. But for now, I think it's more important. The bigger the bigger goal is to just get more people thinking like this, because as you know, it's it's really polarized. It's hard to get people to do that in reality now. So for now, you know, the, the, the truth tellers of society are the comedians. They're the ones who are outside left or right, red or blue, telling it like it is. We need that. So so as a comedian and lightainer, I'm pumping content, promoting the pragmatic idea. Now, at some point later in life. Uh, I hope it translates into an actual real party and it does what I said with the, the third, a third and a third in Congress. And eventually when I am, you know, hopefully old and gray, but still got a lot more juice, my give back to society would be, I'd like to run for president. Um, and it's not that far fetched because, you know, I, I went to Georgetown university where Bill Clinton went, I graduated in three years, magna cum laude, with two majors and a minor. And, and then I worked on Wall Street briefly as a media investment banker. And then I quit within five minutes of getting my bonus and have been pursuing art and, and building a media company ever since. So those skill sets and a lifetime of philosophizing, learning, translate, and a media empire translate well to being president, as we've seen with Trump. Trump was an outsider, uh, a, a star, and a media guy. And he transferred that into a very real uh, presidential run. Um, I philosophically am, am much different than Trump. I think he's Machiavellian. Uh, he does a lot of tricks and lies and things like that. And, and regardless of the policies, that's just not the way I approach life. I approach it from truth, authenticity, genuineness. Um, so at some point, I would like to make the transition and run. But being an artist is way more fun, deeper, uh, more beautiful. And I, and I love it. So for me, when I would eventually run, it truly would be a gift or a duty because politics, politics is an ugly business. It's nasty. You know, so it's, 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 it's not as fun as being a comedian, <laughs> being real. Where can our audience get your stuff? Do you sell it? Do you offer it for free? How does that work? So uh, you can go to my Instagram or YouTube. That's at Coley TV, C-O-L-E-Y TV. Uh, okay. Or you can go to my website, which is www.coleytv.com. That's C-O-L-E-Y-T-V.com. And then my specific Pragmatic Party content is on YouTube and Instagram as at PragmaticParty.com. P-R-A-G-M-A-T-I-C Party.com. So, I, you know, I'd love anybody to go sign up for the mailing list, uh, buy merch, stream it for free, uh, just have talks with your friends, trying to get people back unified. Uh, anything you can do with this philosophy, I deeply appreciate. And, and I mean it. I, I know this is a lot. You know, I'm being interviewed. So I'm talking from a place of, you know, 
me, me, this idea, da, da, da. but, but, you know, it's, I, I really mean it. I, I really want to help the country and I hope other people do too. Excellent. Excellent. So I hope our audience will go to your sites and support you. Thank you so much, man. And I'd love if you could send me a link to this or the, or the recording and I can post it on my podcast too. Um, I have a podcast called Revolutionary, but it's spelled with an E the way my, my media company is called, Revel Media. So it's www.revelutionary.com. I'm sorry, do that again. Sorry, uh, www.revolutionary.com, but it's spelled R-E-V-E-L-U-T-I-O-N-A-R-Y. And you can also go to Anchor or Spotify or um, Apple to get my podcast, which is it's called Revolutionary. But you can go to anchor.fm slash Coley, C-O-L-E-Y, and you can get it there as well. I'd love to cross promote and put your podcast and this, this conversation on there as well. Sure. That sounds like a plan. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast today and sharing your innovative ideas with our audience. Deeply appreciate it, brother. Keep doing your thing. You do the same. Have a great day and all the best to you and your organization and your media content. Awesome. Much love. Bye now. Bye-bye.